I can't use the term missionaries <laughs> because they're friends. Yeah. In my life, they're friends. Yeah. That's, I wish there were more friendships like the ones that we have. Yeah. Yeah. I find it's very unique, and it is a first in my life. People of Creston City, people of every, everywhere around the world, this is David Christopher Pacheco. Hi, my name is Kimmy. My name is Arthur Ortiz. Been in Denver since 1973. Okay, so let's just talk in circles for a little bit. <laughs> talk in circles, yeah. just shoot the breeze a little yeah. bit. Now they see beyond what I look like. They see what my actions are and say, hey, that is a good person. A lot of people say home is, home is where the heart is, but my heart's in many places. It's just I don't know where home is. Welcome back to Homeless But Human. Back with you again, I'm Blake. Hey everyone, back again is Shayla. And today we have two special guests, not just one. Nick and Roy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Do you both kind of want to maybe just introduce yourself, say where you're from, and then maybe how long you've been in Denver? After you. So I'm a second-year missionary from Omaha, Nebraska. I've known Roy for over a year now, and, like, what a gift it is to, like, receive you as a friend and to be your friend, and I'm pumped to be here. Yeah. How about you, Roy? Hello. My name is Leroy Fagans. I go by Roy. Just keep things short. (laughs) I was born in Oklahoma, Indian Reservation. I've been here in Denver about a little over 30-some-odd years. Wow. Long time. Uh, Yeah, I consider it my home. There you go. I'll be here for the duration, and uh, I really love it here. That's awesome. Well, maybe to kind of give all of our listeners today, maybe you both of you could talk about your first meetings with each other, your first impressions of each other. Ooh, those are fun. (laughs) Yeah, so how'd you guys meet for the first time? I was living in St. Benedict Park, and the missionaries, they would come by every so often. Mm-hmm. And we'd watch them as they come around, they'd make their rounds, and they'd finally come over to our little encampment. And uh, they'd introduce themselves, we'd introduce ourselves, and we'd, they just had a compassionate ear just for listening to us, yeah. and that's how we met in Benedict Park. That's amazing. Was last year your first year meeting the missionaries, Roy? Yes, it was. Uh, uh, I don't believe somehow, I don't believe it was by chance. No? No. Tell me more. Well, we always kept our eyes as as they made their rounds. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, it always intrigued me about what they were speaking of. Yeah. Well, we got a good knowledge of that, but. It wasn't in the sense of they didn't come over to preach to us. Mm-hmm. You know, they let us know where they stood. And then they asked us questions. Mm. And they just had a, a compassionate ear for anybody and everybody who was there. And that was for everybody mm. in the park. And that's, where they, that's how they make their rounds. Mm. And... Uh, I think it was kind of fate. I, I still remember the first day. It was like September of last year, and 
we visited you guys under the tree the same tree that you guys would always be at mm-hmm. and it was always one of the best parts like we look forward to it as soon as we would like around the corner and you know, glance over at the tree and you guys would be there but <laughs> i remember just every day you and your, your your fellow brothers out there um you guys would cook for each other the garlic oh, yeah. and garlic toast and steaks <laughs> and burgers and you were just so caring and hospitable. You'd always offer us like your seat or your tarp <laughs> and you just like took care, you took good care of us. And I was just like, whenever we were in your presence, like it was a gift. I love that. Yeah. yeah. How did you guys' friendship start developing? Well, I, I was a, a different person then and I am now to where I got sick. Okay. And... Nick, Brian, Colleen, the rest of the crew, they looked after me, and they Mm. came and picked me up out of the park. I couldn't. I was immobile. Wow. And I was really sick, but I didn't didn't feel like I was sick. I was in denial that I was sick. But everybody else seen it, but except for me. Yeah. So they came along, and uh, basically... Saved my life. Yeah. Wow. And literally. Wow. And since that, which I will never forget in my life, they've been in my heart, in my soul, and in my thoughts and in my prayers. Wow. I was in very dire straits. Yeah. That's I what do it sounds believe, like. I do believe that I was about to take my last breath. And... Nick, Brian, Colleen, Maria, they were all there. And I remember turning my head to the right, and I was still holding Brian's hand. And it seemed like everything just went dark. And then I I asked God if he would just give me one more chance Hmm. and that I would do my best to follow the path, the righteous path. And with them by my side, I could still hear their voices. I could still feel their hands clasping mine. And I do believe they got me through with the grace of God, got me through that night. Wow. And I've been in better days ever since. Wow. Ever since. And I don't believe I could actually have a bad day around. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm ultimately thankful for God giving me a second chance and having them, these folks, and you all, come into my life and and help me celebrate my life. Yeah. Because it's a beautiful thing, Roy, isn't it? It, Absolutely. I wouldn't have it any other way. Like I said, if I could have had this in my life, 40 years ago, I'd be a different person. It's just I have asked through God, through their prayers, I have asked for more than that I deserve. And the simplest little things that they could offer me, which simplest little things, prayers. Yeah. And they let me know that I'm in their prayers. Yeah. And in my life, I, I just, I've never felt so connected in prayers as the way I've received them 
from my friends. Yeah. Can I share a little bit about prayer too? Yes. So like back when you went to the hospital, I've shared this with you before, but Maria, one of our members on our team last year, the the night that you were in the hospital, like we were worried about you. We were back at the house praying. And I mean, it's very humbling to say, but like my faith like has been shaken at times. And Maria proposed, let's pray this emergency novena that Mother Teresa. Yeah, the flying novena, the right? The flying novena. Yeah. And Whoa. so I didn't know this before, so I'll share a little bit about it. But you pray nine memoraries for the petition that you're praying for. Mm-hmm. And then you pray right after that, a tenth one in Thanksgiving, like trusting that your prayer will be answered. And shoot, what, what faith that requires yeah. to pray a prayer of Thanksgiving right after you pray those nine prayers of intercession. And yeah, her faith like carried like me, carried us and and just like the way that God answered that prayer by like helping you like stay healthy and recover and and then also just I remember like we went home for, for Christmas break and kind of lost contact for a month, two months. Yeah. And then the first time we saw each other. Oh my gosh. It's overwhelming joy. Yeah. yeah. Overwhelming. So so you recovered from that emergency medical situation and Yes. Uh because they are they're you know, I don't like to use the term I can't I can't use the term missionaries <laughs> because they're friends. Yeah. In my life they're friends. Yeah. That's, I wish there were more friendships like the ones that we have. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh and it's I find it's very unique and it is a first in my life like this. Yeah. What do you what about that friendship do you find specifically unique? That I've prospered as a man behind listening and learning from their being there yeah. when I needed them. And even when I don't need, I know that their prayers are with me. Mm. And that just, it, it, it keeps me. Alive, yeah, basically, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. No, it's the best. Oh, the greatest. Roy, you were telling me a little bit beforehand about your experience being homeless and how it was—it was a long time out on the streets, and that after meeting the missionaries, you—you wish you could have gotten it sooner. Could you tell us, yeah, just a little bit about that and maybe just your experience of, of being homeless and then, like, meeting the missionaries and how, how that changed your life? Okay, in my life, homelessness is never a choice for somebody, but some, of, some folks don't like to take on the responsibilities of paying rent and mm-hmm. cleaning house or whatever. But it was nothing traumatic in my life that, made me homeless yeah. uh, to where since I've met my friends, I don't feel homeless Yeah, just by knowing them and them spreading the word of God into my life yeah. allows me to follow that path that makes me a better person. Yeah. And... Even if I was, I mean, I'm still deemed homeless, but I don't feel like that. 
mm. because I have these friends. Yeah, all of you all home in us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, at this point in my life, I wouldn't have it any other way. And as I was mentioning before to you that if I could have lived my life 45 years ago the way I feel and love life now, mm. being taught, constantly being taught yeah. by my friends, I'd be a much different person. Unfortunately for me, it took something tragic in my life yeah. of by my own doing to get me to realize that can't do it all on my own, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I was just that kind of person. And thanks to my friends and all of you all, I don't second guess anymore yeah. anything. Yeah, Roy, it's, I always share this with you, and I say it because it's true. Like, I wish none of this ever happened to you. That like, we didn't meet in the circumstances that we did, but just like. I don't know, like the gift that you are. Like if, no, if none of this would have happened, then I would never have met you and I would never have become your friend, your brother. Just to like see how God has brought so much good from this. All I can do is just like rejoice and it doesn't make the suffering, you know, any easier, but it makes it a little sweeter, I hope, to just know that like, yeah, like God has brought so much good out of this, out of this, so... Nick, do you, do you want to maybe talk a little more into that about your meeting Roy and how like you've seen your friendship transform and how he's affected you? Yeah, since, since day one, just like I felt welcomed and like loved and safe in your presence. <laughs> and I, I don't say that lightly. Um, like you have earned my trust and my respect and have been like a gift to me. And just to like see like firsthand, just like what God is doing in your life has brought me hope and encouragement. And it's, it's beautiful. Like we, you know, as missionaries, we, we do give. And yes, like that is a part of our role. But shoot, like you give so much to me, so much to us, just like the joy and like the life that radiates from you is your reflection of Christ. And like you are Christ to me. And I don't say that lightly. Yeah. Like, like we, as missionaries, we're always thanked for what we do, especially by many of our of our friends, but it's like, shoot, like the gift that you all are to us is never talked about enough. And just like seeing the miracle that happened from like your sickness to like where you are now, there was a point in time in the year where it's just, do I actually believe in miracles? Do I actually believe that God can do Hmm. the things that he talks about? To be honest, I came to Christ in the city. Like I thought I would make some, some friends form some relationships. And then, you know, just didn't expect much from like these friendships. Like this friendship will go forever. Um, And it's it's miraculous. I can attest to that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I know that in what you guys have just shared in in your friendship from both of you, it's like you guys have had some some sad days, right? Roy being in the hospital, but also in friendship, you get some good days. Oh yeah. So why don't you guys tell us about this Sunday? Because I saw some pictures. Oh, we man. saw some good videos and pictures. Let's my hear it. Broncos game. I held all my emotions in. <laughs> Because I thought if I let about, I'd just explode over the whole stadium. (laughs) And it was just amazing. I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it. I still see everything just that clearly that day. From the moment they picked me up 
we'll go back even further that from the moment they told me the day that they were going to take me to the game. I remember yes. the, day, the moment where I was where they told me, well, you're going to the game this weekend. What? Yeah, they didn't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, come on. Okay, okay I, I made sure we, I planned to take you to Buffalo Wild Wings, so I made sure that was free on your schedule. I just, right. we may have changed the location and went to the <laughs> Mile High Stadium instead of, instead of B-dubs, so. Yeah, Denver earlier. So yeah, how they just real, you know, give me just just a know. little. Nick, what was the inspiration for this? Inspiration, I, I know how much you love the Broncos. Your daughter made you a jersey, even oh yeah, with your name on the back of it, Aww. and you would wear that for every game day. Yeah, and nice. Through a very like generous donor, we got four tickets to watch the Jets and Broncos play. And, like I, as soon as I got that, like I was overjoyed just to like. Just yeah, the the game to celebrate like your life, to celebrate our friendship, to celebrate just that life is good. Yeah. And for an afternoon to be at this game, perfect weather. I mean, amazing crowd, an awesome flyover too from oh. Air Force. Oh, Roy's just loving Roy, this. Roy, tell tell us about it, Roy. What were you feeling? Oh my goodness. Well, it was during you know naturally the national anthem, and I glanced over at the big board, and I saw these jets. But I thought it was just going to be something that everybody could glance at and say, oh, this Fly is over. a flyover that <laughs> yeah. people would see. And, and lo and behold, <laughs> <laughs> probably five seconds later, mm-hmm. just this... I was still in awe because I'm still thinking it's just on the board. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, they flew by. I could not believe it. <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't believe it was real, yeah. basically. And the whole stadium shook. And we couldn't, I couldn't hear my own voice. You no. shook? Oh, <laughs> everything shook. And, oh. It it would uh, it was a joy for everybody Aww. who was there. You could not have asked for a better Sunday afternoon. Aww. yeah, and just to spend it with with you, with Evan, with Mary, like I just I keep going back to like, to, to the word good. Like we use it a lot in our society, like in our culture. Like how are you doing? I'm good, but just like that word, like there's so much gravity that like I say it with and it's just like the afternoon was good it was wholesome uh to be with people that i love to watch football um we we, we won't talk about the score but, well, that, <laughs> but, but, earlier, that. but earlier quote roy he said mm. i didn't even care about the score i was having so much fun that Look, is true yeah, yeah. That is absolutely true. i didn't care about the score the ambiance was wonderful yeah i was around great friends amen and so my Joy of life now being around good friends gives me hope. Yeah. And the good, good Lord to where I can't, I can't explain it in words. I would have to say it's just the wanting to continue to touch people's lives like you've touched mine. Mm. If I can do that. Just one. I would be content. Well, you have. Yeah. For me. 
Yeah. Yeah. And look at that. You, like, you get to share your story with everyone listening today. And everyone that, yeah, they're, they're going to be touched by this. And it's, it's been a and, big, and it's big not honor. a small thing to share. The word that keeps popping in my head is reconciliation. Or just reconciling with, with yourself, with God, with now like your, your friendships, your relationships, your family members. It seems like you're on it, like a steady, a steady path. I, I feel that I am. Like I said, I still have much, much to amend. And every day I just, I have to ask God, you know, give me the strength yeah. to, to acknowledge, you know, my, my wrongness and how I've done people. They didn't deserve the stuff that I put them through. Yeah. Because they're much better People, they didn't deserve any of that from me. Mm. And through the grace of God, I see that now, and I have a lot to amend for. Yeah. Roy, what a remarkable mindset and conviction. Honestly, I, Nick, do you have anything to say about that? Just you've watched him go through this. I mean, how has it been from your perspective to see him just so convinced and make these efforts? I mean, inspiring is a word I could say, but like th- that comes up short. Like through this all, just the I come back to the word of witness and just like the joy that you live with is so contagious. And like one thing I'm convicted of is just like because you've been through a lot, you've seen a lot of darkness. Your love is deeper than probably you could ever fathom. Mm. And just yes, these relationships that have been like wounded, like won't look the same, but with healing and like reconciliation, they, they can become deeper. They can become whole again, but like in a very rich and deep way. Yeah. And shoot, like we're human. I have relationships too that I desire to like reconcile. You've given me like the courage to like do that. And I want what you have, you know, like that joy. Oh. And <laughs> I, I speak with, I speak for so many people. It's this continual just like giving and growing closer to God together. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about that. God is all powerful, and without Him, I don't think we would have met on <laughs> other terms. <laughs> no, I'm I'm all the more convicted too that just like coincidences are like that's not a word in God's vocabulary. Right. Like <laughs> nothing happens by chance. Mm. Um, and like you said, He allowed like you to like endure lots of sufferings, but like look what good He brought out of it. Yeah. This yeah. friendship, this brotherhood. Roy, we really thank you so much. I mean, geez, this is so honest, and we are just grateful for you, for your willingness to share. We're kind of grateful for Nick, but I think we, I think, no, we're really grateful for Nick. It's been truly, this has been one of my, our favorite podcasts I've ever recorded. Oh, by far. To get to just hear from both of you and hear your conviction and friendship in in the truth that it is yeah <laughs> so oh thank you guys both and so that, much yeah to everyone listening pray for roy continue praying for roy and yeah, nick thank you so much it's been a pleasure yes and thank you to all of our listeners god bless bye god bless you bye mother Teresa, one of our patrons would say if i look at the masses i will not act if i look at the one i will Because of these one-on-one encounters, 
because of people like you stepping out of your comfort zone. This mission is spreading. This mission is making its way into parishes, schools, seminaries, and communities nationwide. We have families making care kits for the homeless, college students coming on week-long mission trips and then going back on fire to serve the poor in their cities, seminarians and small groups across the country doing Christ-in-the-city-style street ministry. This mission is becoming a national and worldwide endeavor, and we're so happy you're here. For even more in-depth Christ in the City training, videos, and interviews with the homeless, we invite you to join our known and loved monthly giving community. This is one of the most impactful ways you can join us in this mission. Visit ChristInTheCity.org and make a monthly gift today to join our known and loved community and receive a special Christ in the City gift. Imagine with me for a moment if every homeless person had one friend who cared about them. What a difference that would make in the world. And what if that one friend is you? You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, podcast platforms. And do us a favor and go hit subscribe and leave us a review. God bless you.